Hello everybody, it's me, Auntie, and I hope you guys are doing well. You know, I had discovered, well not even discovered, I learned something really interesting and it piqued my interest. You know, like for instance, we know where the Titanic is and certain Navy ships and all those things. But you know what, the one type of ships that has never really been kept around or in good shape was the slave ships. And I had seen seen a person discuss it about what had happened to the slave ships. And I am currently reading a book for, for the grown-ups who want to know. Um, I'm actually reading a book about the last slave ship. And I thought, well, okay, let's find out what's happened to all the slave ships. And for the parents who are wondering what book I'm reading, it's called um, Bar. Bara Raccoon, The Story of the Last Black Cargo by Zora Neale Hurston. So if you're ever interested, grown-ups, this is actually a pretty good book. And it's about the last slave ship and the last original African slave. And, you know, I thought, okay, let me find out what, what has happened to all the slave ships. And I see, read some parts, like they said, um, in 1807, abol the abolition of the Slave Trade Act outlawed the slave trade throughout the British Empire. The U.S. law took effect on January 1st, 1808. After that date, all U.S. and British slave ships leaving Africa were seen by the law as pirate vessels subject to capture by the United States Navy or Royal Navy. So, so now these former slave ships are now considered pirates, if, especially if they still contained slaves. And of course, you know, they did, quite a few of them still did contain slaves. But what some of them did was they turned it into a cargo ship. Not, well, they felt slaves were cargoes, but it was just of material things and goods. However, they, they, it was a front for some of them where they would leave the slave, have the slaves still in it within the, um, the ship. Sometimes some of them reduced the size of their ship so it wouldn't be noticeable, right? And if they were getting caught, they would either throw the slaves overboard, so they'd say, I, no, we don't have slaves, or some of them would actually set their boats on fire so that they they wouldn't get caught. They wouldn't. There was no evidence. And this happened within Canada, too. So I just thought it was so interesting. And then they said, um, you know, if they found any wreckages, and out of 35,000 ships, right, that had carried 12.5 million Africans to the U.S. There's probably more, but that's, that's the amount they estimated. They only found maybe about 500 wreckages. So that's, like, that's a real small amount to find out of 35,000 ships. So I thought that was really interesting and, you know, Something that we never think about that, you know, when we're doing black history we, in the museums, you see some of 
the chains the slaves had to wear, the clothes, the quilts they created, so on and so forth. But the one thing we've never seen is pieces of wreckage or pictures of the slave ships. It's just something to keep in mind. Anyways, so let's now go to our story for today. It's just a little random story. Nothing too much, but thought you guys would enjoy it. So here we go. Old Makamba had a farm by Rachel Isadora. Old Makamba had a farm, E-I-E-I-O. And on this farm, he had a baboon, E-I-E-I-O, with an ooh-ha-ha here and a ooh-ha-ha there, here a ooh, there a ooh, everywhere a ooh-ha-ha. Old Makamba had a farm, E-I-E-I-O. And on that farm, he had an elephant, E-I-E-I-O, with a bada, bada here, and a bada, bada there, here a bara, there a bara, everywhere a bara, bara. Old Makamba had a farm, E-I-E-I-O. And on this farm, he had a zebra, E-I-E-I-O. With a winnie, winnie here and a winnie, winnie there. Here a winnie, there a winnie, everywhere a winnie, winnie. Old Makamba had a farm, E-I-E-I-O. And on this farm, he had a cheetah, E-I-E-I-O. With a grr, grr here and a grr, grr there. Here a grr, there a grr, everywhere a grr, grr. Old Makamba had a farm. E-I-E-I-O. And on this farm, he had a dusty. E-I-E-I-O. With a trill, trill here and a trill, trill there. Here a trill, there a trill, everywhere a trill, trill. Old Makamba had a farm. E-I-E-I-O. And on this farm, he had a warthog. E-I-E-I-O. With a <coughs> here and a <coughs> here. Here, there, everywhere, old Macamba had a farm, E-I-E-I-O. And on this farm, he had a hippo, E-I-E-I-O, with a grunt, grunt here and a grunt, grunt there. Here, a grunt, there, a grunt, everywhere, a grunt, grunt. Old Macamba had a farm, E-I-E-I-O. And on this farm, he had a giraffe. E-I-E-I-O, with a bleat bleat here and a bleat bleat there, here a bleat, there a bleat, everywhere a bleat bleat, Old Macamba had a farm, E-I-E-I-O. And on this farm he had a lizard, E-I-E-I-O, with a hiss hiss here and a hiss hiss there, here a hiss, there a hiss, everywhere a hiss hiss, Old Macamba had a farm. E-I-E-I-O. And on this farm, he had a springbok. E-I-E-I-O. With an ah-ah here and an ah-ah-ah there. Here a ah, there a ah, everywhere ah-ah-ah. Old Macamba had a farm. E-I-E-I-O. And on this farm, he had a parrot. E-I-E-I-O. 
with a squawk, squawk here and a squawk, squawk there. Here a squawk, there a squawk, everywhere a squawk, squawk. Old Macamba had a farm, E-I-E-I-O. And on this farm he had an ostrich, E-I-E-I-O. With a chirp, chirp here and a chirp, chirp there. Here a chirp, there a chirp, everywhere a chirp, chirp. Omikamba had a farm, E-I-E-I-O. And on this farm, he had a rhino, E-I-E-I-O. With a bellow, bellow here and a bellow, bellow there. Here a bellow, there a bellow, everywhere a bellow, bellow. Omikamba had a farm, E-I-E-I-O. And on this farm, he had a lion, E-I-E-I-O, with a roar, roar here and a roar, roar there. Here, roar, there, roar, everywhere, roar, roar. Old Mikamba had a farm, E-I-E-I-O. Now, wasn't that a great story? You know, of course, it's usually a song by Old MacDonald, but a, a nice change African version where he has a lion, giraffes, and all sorts. I didn't sing it. Didn't want to scare you guys with my singing, but I thought it was a great story. And I think this is always one that ever so often I recommend ones to be on the shelf. And honestly, Old Macamba Had a Farm is the perfect one. I had bought this book on um, Book Outlet. But I've also seen it at um, Knowledge Bookstore. Both are online. So if you're far away or whatever, you'll be able to find this, um, find this book, uh, Old Macamba Had a Farm. And what I like the best, I love the pictures because the art is absolutely beautiful. And you guys know I love illustrations. But in the very back after The Lion, it re- it tells you a bit about each animal that's on Macamba's farm. Just a little bit like their weight, how fast they can move, um, how many species there are of them, you know, just all sorts of things or what their name means. So I would recommend this for your shelf. Okay. So anyways, um, I am going to do a special reading on Tuesday. It's going to be very short. And the reason why I'm doing a special reading on Tuesday is it is National Women's Day and we need to show some of Black Girl Magic. I will be reading um, a story that I got, um, Girls for Medicine, and it's by, I hope I say her right, Orazim Yua. I hope I said her name right. Um, but I thought it would be a great story for every all girls to listen to, inspirational, things like that. And um, yeah, I'll just be reading the story. So it'll just be a little quick quip of the story and that would be it. But maybe next week we will, within our Black History Talk, we'll find um, a great Black Canadian woman that we haven't spoken about that we can learn about. So I'm going to do my research and find it for you guys. Okay. So for now, I hope you guys are doing great. I am proud to be black because black looks good on me and it looks fabulous on you guys. And don't forget, celebrate National Women's Day 
on March 8th. Bye for now.